Amazing. That was a good clap. Uh, so uh, let's let's just get this started. Uh, this is gonna be weird. Uh, you want to get this started? Yeah, let's get this started. Hello, hello, welcome, welcome, everybody, one and all, uh, ladies, gentlemen, non-binary friends, uh, and maybe pets. Maybe you're listening to this. Um, welcome to the bomb shelter. I'm Pat Maganya. I'm Max Irbeck. Uh, and we. <laughs> If you don't, so if you're new to this show, which we all are, yeah, absolutely. If you're hearing coughing, uh, that's my uh, house ghost. I have a ghost in my house. <laughs> dear we're, God, we're recording in my patio. Uh, this we're recording in Pat's patio. We're recording in the patio. Very when well. I, when I had an apartment, Very I used to good. call it the Pat Cave. Did you really? Yeah, I did. And the, and my computer's name is the Pat Computer, like the Bat Computer. I see. It it okay. really lends itself. Right, to some, right, some right. Fun. Yeah, just some some fun Batman themed. Some puns. fun Batman themed puns. Very uh, well. So again, if you're new to the show, which we all are, this is the show where we talk about bat movies and we try to be a little bit more positive about them, instead of just like shitting on a movie for an hour. Because that is very, very 2012. It's very 2012, and yet people still do it. People still do it because it gets views and because they're not necessarily aware that every movie, <laughs> regardless of whether it's good or not, is a miracle. Yeah, of course. It's a miracle to just make a movie. So, And the miracle that we even get to see it. That's two separate miracles. That we get to see it, that people got to put it out, that people got to be in it, that people got to get paid for it. It's a miracle. And yet, well, if, if you've seen Nope last year, which was one of my favorite movies last year. Oh, for sure. There are bad miracles. Yes. Still. A miracle, nonetheless, but a bad miracle. Yes. Uh, so uh, if you're wondering how this works, we're kind of, we're gonna have to figure this out on the fly. throughout on the fly. Uh, however, the way we're starting this out is we're going. We have this pool of bad movies that we put in a pool, and let us make this clear: these are movies that we think are bad. These are movies that we've definitely seen, except for one or two we've just heard the legends of. Like yeah, that, like I put Diana the Musical in the list because I heard tales of how bad it is. Yeah, for sure. And I've heard tales about how crazy it is it's, i've heard that it's insane we're gonna have to do an episode about that uh so the idea is we have this pool of movies and every week or at least every time we feel like recording every, every time we want to put an episode out <laughs> every time we want to make content for all of you we're gonna select uh four movies we're gonna we selected these four movies and i think the best way to try this out as we start is that we have these four movies we, uh, you guys we put them out on a poll on the internet uh at as soon as this starts picking up traction, or if it doesn't, I don't know, we'll just start like social media accounts for yeah, sure. the poll online. Uh, and you have to select one of those four movies, and that'll be that week's episode. And exactly. Next, and by the time next week rolls around, the remaining three movies will be accompanied by another movie from the list. So we never have to run out of possible content. Hopefully. Hopefully. Hopefully this, this is the way it'll work. Hey, uh, what is this week's content, Max? <laughs> what is this week's piece this, of industry-mandated content? This week's uh, piece of industry-mandated content is 2022's Pinocchio. Now, you might be asking, which of the three? <laughs> which of the three? Which of the three? We're going to have to do the other one. Not the, the Russian one. Russian Pinocchio? But Russian, Pauly Shore, Napoleon Dynamite Pinocchio. Cause it's, it's I refuse. Right? It's so I refuse. Fun. I refuse. There's, there's this what Legend of the Frogs movie as well that I've thought oh, about the, putting the on Chinese the Chinese one. Yeah. Yeah. No, let's let's not. 
We this gotta watch not... more Chinese movies. That sounds like a good time. That's sure. This is like a good time. Uh, but we're talking about definitely the one that I enjoyed the least out of the three Pinocchio movies that came out last year, which is yeah. the 2022 Disney remake of the original 1940s. Pinocchio, sure. directed by Robert Zemeckis. Robert starring, Zemeckis. Starring Tom Hanks and no one else. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. I, was, I, Whilst I was watching the movie, I basically imagined tom hanks running around the volume <laughs> yes. for a couple of months that 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 was the work that he got to do oh my I, god I, I wonder if it's better or worse to be with less people i imagine it's significantly worse to shoot a movie by yourself yes just bobby zemeckis and tom hanks in a green tank yeah and and tom hanks is in like a like a like a ebenezer scrooge nightgown Basically, S singing to a green doll of Pinocchio. Yeah, just oh, just green dots or a tennis <laughs> ball or something everywhere. like that. Anyway, before we get started on <laughs> yeah, Pinocchio, before we get started, please. On the count of three. Yes. Let's say our favorite Robert Zemeckis film. All right. On a oh count my of three. God. Okay. One, two, three. Back, Back to, to the, the future. future. Good yeah, job. Okay. Of course. Yes. Back is there the any future. of like the rest is like uncanny valley movies and four well Gump, right? well i mean there's this there's back to the future two and, and three <laughs> there's two and three yeah yeah and, i mean you know what i meant and there's who framed <laughs> roger rabbit oh he's the of course i mean of course roger rabbit is the best which put him on the map for animation yeah. i would i would also put him put it up there with back to the future in terms of movies that i really really enjoy for sure for sure yeah, no, it's, it is Roger Rabbit, it has a certain charm to, charm to it, but I think, well, for me at least, Back to the Future, when a, a lecturer that we both know at, at, at the school that we both uh, have gone to yes. made me watch it as, an, as a homework assignment, I felt like, I don't know, like, like, an, like an extra eye had opened up in my skull or something. Oh, it was, it was, it was It was a great movie, but <laughs> Jesus Christ. We, we, uh, we're trying to figure out the situation. We're shooting at my very flimsy patio table. In, like yes. a, it's like a plastic party table. And for those for those of you just tuning in right now, <laughs> I almost knocked over said table. <laughs> which is why If you're tuning in right now to this pre recorded, not live show. If you're tuning in right now, if somehow <laughs> the podcast has skipped about uh what, six minutes into it. Yeah. First of all, welcome. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to the bomb shelter. Welcome to the bomb shelter. So uh, the way the show is going to work is we're going to start with our broad thoughts, which I guess we've already done a little bit. Uh, yeah. We can do a little bit more. Then we're going to talk about the stuff that we did like mm -hmm. about this movie. Because, again, we're trying to be positive. Yes. And then we're going to go into the stuff that we thought was bad or we didn't enjoy mm. and how we would make it better to both of us uh, either fresh out of college or about yes. to finish college. Yes. We're going to fix Hollywood. We're going to fix one podcast episode at a time. One, one bad film at a time. Perfect. I think this is a foolproof formula. Yeah. Uh, so if, if you like the show, please let us know. Uh, please participate in the polls. If you're people that follow us on social media, please participate in the polls. We'd greatly appreciate that. We'd greatly appreciate that. There, there's going to be some times where we're just going to put out like a prompt like, Name a Michael Bay movie, and you get to choose the Michael Bay movie. Sure, uh, because we're probably gonna have to do Michael Bay. We're, we're, gonna, we're gonna we're gonna have to do a special presentation we're have on to do a, special... a couple of Michael Bay films, yeah, a couple my, of classics from the past. My personal every Michael Bay movie not named The Rock <laughs> is a nightmare to me. I really, 
love The Rock. Really? It's just that I love Nick Cage, and it's a genuinely good action movie, I think. That's it's a, it's Sean, insane action. Sean Connery's in that one, yeah? Sean Con it's the one right. where Sean Connery okay, is, yeah. where Sean they're trying to break into Alcatraz. Good. It's, it's okay, so, so yeah, Sean Connery and uh, talking about fucking the prom queen. Yes, right. he good. does the thing about fucking the prom queen. Oh, so, okay, good. Let's go into broad thoughts about one of the 2022 Pinocchios. Again, this is my least favorite one of the three Pinocchios that came last. And year. just 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 before we get started on that, uh, we, I think we share very special circumstances yes. about one of the other Pinocchios. Yes, that came out last year. We almost saw it together. <laughs> we almost saw it together. Exactly. We we so we both attended in a theater International uh, Morelia Film Fest. Yes, which was a lot of fun. Which was a lot of fun. I I stayed slightly less, and I didn't have to work, so I bet it was slightly more yeah. fun for me. You went as a fan. I went as press, so I had to walk out of Triangle of Sadness to interview someone. Yeah. That's kind of how it goes. But the flip side of it is that I got to watch... A lot more films than I did. I got to watch a lot more movies for free. Yeah. And I got to watch like a midnight press screening of Pinocchio before anyone else got exactly. to. Exactly. So while... Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Let's make this very clear. Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Again, exactly. we have to define which one of the three Pinocchio yes. movies we're talking yes. about. Yes. Yes. So I, I think yeah, the I was going to go watch Triangle of Sadness. Yeah. And before I went, you and some of your colleagues, we all said, okay, let's line up together tomorrow morning for sure, to get that. press tickets for the big Pinocchio screening yes. in the theater. And what Max didn't know is that by the time he sent me that text message, I already had my press passes for that night's screening of Pinocchio. Because yes. we knew we would have to wake up at like 4 a.m. to yeah. line up to watch it. Because that was the movie of the that, like that was the event of the festival more than any other movie well that and bardo because it was a home a homecoming well it's, it's I mean, a homecoming it's of a, some sort bardo was the two. opening that's yeah. the thing and like you could tell that people were kind of being forced into that situation where like well we're press and critics we're mm. gonna watch the Unyarik movie but the big draw at least from what i could see was del toro's well movie. i would say a bigger draw for sure but you know, the three amigos sure. yeah. here in mexico i mean they yeah very 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 famous they can yeah get people to the movie theater by themselves that's why i think sure. well i was standing with the general crowd outside the red carpet event for a bardo and a and lot I, of people to be fair were just there because they saw a lot of people <laughs> yeah standing around a red carpet but anyway you saw the film yeah in october of last year yes Del Toro Spinocchio, and i, I got did. to see it about a month later yes and we had strikingly similar reactions. Which is, movie. this is incredible. <laughs> this is incredible. <laughs> this is the best thing I've ever seen. It's, it's gonna not the best thing I've ever seen. I mean, it's going to blow your mind. It will. You're like, people were not ready. And that was my favorite movie last year, which is a great coincidence because Robert Zemeckis' Pinocchio is easily, of your all the movies favorite. I saw last year, probably my least favorite. I don't think this is the worst movie I saw last year. Right. I saw pretty, pl plenty of bad movies last year. Yeah. But I think it's just the one that is the most evil and evil it's it's evil in like a corporate sort of sense i see okay because like okay. again a lot of my film opinions are like a little sculpted by the good people over at honest trailers truly <laughs> truly the best show about movies on the internet sure and uh and the way that they talked about this movie they talked about it very briefly because they had a lot more to say about Polly shorts about Polly shorts that, that one's God a lot of fun it. that one's the the most fun out of the three of them is Polly shorts Pinocchio. no 
But Guillermo del Toro is like beautiful and sweet and made me yeah. cry and still makes me cry every time mm. I watch it. But like yes. I, I just love Pauly Shore's weird voice. <laughs> so weird. Sure. But yeah, the Zemeckis movie, it's just like first of all, there's a whole thing about the the, the fact that Disney's making remakes. Yeah. And there's some of them well, for the most part, I feel like a lot of them are very empty and blank and and like for Jungle Book is the exception and Cinderella is the exception to me and mm. the rest are kind of these like empty husks husks of of the original movie that are just like look at what we can do with special effects and like right. Mulan is like the only one that's actually justified to me because it's like oh we can make this like a war movie yeah and we can mix in all these elements of wuxia and that's the cool part of the movie and the message is the part that's a little muddled right but to me this is easily the worst one out of all of them this is this in jungle. I mean, at least Lion King has amazing effects, right? But this one is like half rendered, half baked. Mm. You can tell that it's in like a green box, and and Tom Hanks that it's in the volume is yeah. suffering like the, like the consequences of long COVID <laughs> from like from like two years ago. Jesus, and uh, no, it's just this and Elvis. You're like, what the hell is wrong? with Sure. It's, it's the same a, voice, isn't it? It's 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 a very similar voice. It's a very similar voice. And well, yeah, it's certainly a particular year of Tom Hanks's very illustrious career. So, on on, <laughs> on the topic of the Disney strange, remakes, yeah. when when the first ones were announced, yeah. as a rule of thumb for myself, I set out to not watch any of them. Okay. I ended up watching Aladdin in theaters. Aladdin is fun. Aladdin is a lot guy, guy Ritchie's Aladdin because yeah. I, I consider myself a Guy Ritchie. This is Guy Ritchie, Ritchie yeah. And, and it does not feel like a Guy Ritchie movie at all. At all. At all. And then this is the so this Robert Zemeckis's Disney's Pinocchio is the second one I've seen. Oh, you should really watch Jungle Book. Okay. To me, of all the remakes, I mean, it to me it depends on like how justifiable the remake is. Yeah. And, like, a lot of these, like, Aladdin, you didn't need to remake Aladdin or Lion King. Not I mean, Lion all. King is kind of timeless and ethereal in a sense yeah. to me. And Aladdin is a lot of fun because Robin Williams is, like, I mean, come on, Robin Williams. And, and like, again, Mulan is very justifiable because there's, like, the confused message at the heart of it, even though it's, like, this fun, fast-talking Eddie Murphy sort of antics and stuff like that. Yeah. So the, but the rest is like a little confused in the messaging and mm. like the, ter- the things about identity. And like, I get it. It's Disney. You can't just be like, this woman is a trans woman or whatever. Yeah. But like, it's it's the unfortunate thing of Disney grabbing other cultures and being like, we're going to half bake this. Like, lately they're doing a great job and stuff like Coco and Encanto, Encanto. pops out. Yeah, for sure. Um, but to me, the ones that were actually justifiable are like Jungle Book because of like the whole. I feel like the original is more a series of vignettes set in a jungle than an actual mm. story. And mm-hmm. the new Jungle Book is like, first of all, it's visually incredible. Like, to me, it's, it looks better than Lion King because they actually incorporate like Bill Murray's face into Baloo. Okay. And that kind of stuff. And it's better. And, and like the animals perform. And they I don't see. do that in Lion King. Like, Lion King feels like you're just recording a lion and you just deep fake the mouth and it's talking. Mm, okay. So when Mufasa dies, Simba isn't crying because animals can't be... Animals can't make sad faces. Animals can't make sad faces. Yeah. Animals rarely I was going to say can't even. be sad, and I was like, no, they can definitely be sad. Most likely. Most likely. But they, they definitely can, can't can have, like, a... They can't emote 
in the way that a person can. In and the way only that, way you yeah. can make it that extreme is like if you combine Simba's face with like Donald Glover's, or if you went totally off the rails and made it Zootopia, but more high definition. Made it, made it Zootopia, and realistically, you're yeah. not gonna you're not gonna get Donald Glover and Beyonce performing together in, in, yeah. in a green screen studio. And this one is not, but Pinocchio is not one of the ones that I needed remade. Maybe Peter Pan makes sense because like. Yes, you have the unfortunate thing about the Native Americans. Mm. Like you, I can I can see what they're trying to do, and like David Lowry is gonna make it, so that sounds great. Like I'm I'm a big fan of David Lowry. I David, like David Lowry is the Green, Ghost Story and Ghost, Green Knight. Green Knight, okay. Green, Green Knight, one of my favorite. I've movies seen I've from seen I've seen Green Knight. Okay, oh, it's, it's got so a frame cool. of reference for Peter Pan coming yeah. up. So so great, and and the trailer looks fun. Like it looks like a fun movie, and like if they. I mean, we could have said this about Guy Ritchie, right? But if they give him, like, the license to do cool stuff, it's like, yeah, do your David Lowry thing. I don't think they will. Probably not. I mean, if they let Taika do it for Ragnarok. But, but, but Taika got an Oscar in between Taika got an Oscar Thor, between, Thor, Thor Ragnarok and Thor Love and Thunder. In between his movies, he, between got, his, he got an Oscar. And that's why and like I think every, they look wildly different. And an offer to do everything in the world, like an Akira movie and yes. that weird Michael Jackson's monkey movie. Did you hear about that? He's gonna make he's making a stop motion movie about Michael Jackson's monkey wow. puddles. Interesting. Which sounds incredible. <laughs> it sounds super fun. It's, it could be either the best or the worst thing that I've <laughs> yeah, ever heard exactly. of. Exactly. That's the thing. And I, I like high risk, high reward sort of payoff movies. It's um, better than safe for sure. It's better than a safe movie, and I felt like I mean, I felt like this one... 2022's Pinocchio played it quite safe in some Incredibly instances. safe. And to me, that's going to be part of like the things that I didn't like about this movie. But let's start with the stuff that I did like. All right. To me, I really like Luke Evans in this movie. Luke Evans is having a lot of fun in this movie. And that's about the only performance that I can look at and be like, this is fun. So, that, like, so there was a thought I had whilst watching Luke Evans and the whole... Uh, pleasure island subplot <laughs> if, 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 if you have a look at my notes i just have a point that says <laughs> it says pleasure island all in capital letters because <laughs> it was so bizarre to me yeah so, it's bizarre the first one is really creepy too the original I, pinocchio oh is absolutely really absolutely no like they're much more explicit yeah but i imagine <laughs> luke evans walking up to robert zemeckis and th th this is a scene from the behind the scenes of 2022's Pinocchio, oh. where Luke Evans walks up to Robert Zemeckis. So, hey, Robert, how are you doing? Um, quick question. Am I playing a pedophile in this movie? <laughs> and that was that. That was that scene. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he's both. He's, he's, yeah. He's, he's, he's kind of is, huh? He, I mean, the... I don't know if the implication is pointing. He's selling the donkeys. Pointing, he's, selling the donkeys. he's selling the donkeys into forced labor. Yeah, to like mines and stuff. And yes, yeah, so, so I remember the word salt mine getting. <laughs> you forgot the word. Yeah. But I yeah. mean, for, for sure. I, I, at first, I didn't know it was Luke Evans until he popped up. Yeah, Luke in the red, red and white outfit, handing out the root beer. Yeah. That's when I realized, oh, that's Luke Evans. That's Luke Evans. In terms of positives, I the, the very first note I have is I'd laugh at this if I were a child still. Yeah, I guess so. The the bits with Jiminy Cricket at the very start where he oh my flies God. <laughs> and he's talking to himself. I mean, we, sure, we, we've yeah. We've reached the sort of post 
meta meta phase of pop culture was yeah. not really cool to just point at something that's post deadpool you're like i mean yeah. other, other people do this better <laughs> sure no, I... either you're the deadpool people to me or you're like you can't just look at the camera and point out what's happening in the movie yeah. you know yeah well i'm one to talk and i will <laughs> A lot of a lot of my work is very meta, but <laughs> I, I, I I give it the old color. But there's try. but there's a difference between being meta and having something interesting to mm. say, and just being meta because it's like, haha, we're in a movie. Haha, <laughs> we're in a movie, and we're you know what in a you're movie. doing. You're watching a movie. And exactly. Oh, you're watching a movie. Um, I, I bet a lot of kids with iPads on airplanes had a lot of fun with this movie. That's what yeah. I'm trying to say. I guess so. Yeah, and like. To me, the thing that really distinguishes the first one is how creepy it is. The first one is oh, I remember watching it as a kid, and like a lot of sure. a lot of old Disney animation, like fifties Disney animation, is very creepy. Oh, yeah, like my, Snow my. White is very like Uncanny Valley, but in two D. Yes, me. and I mean it's beautiful, and it's like an incredible achievement. But like to me, those movies or that era of Disney filmmaking, especially when it comes to like the big villains, like the like the whale in the original, is super creepy absolutely for not my aunts uncles and mother which is all well it's all the same family right that side of the family mm. we used to get together for you know the christmas holiday new year's and what do you do with a bunch of young children you stick them in front of the tv <laughs> you make them watch them yeah exactly and we wanted to see the original pinocchio and we got told <laughs> no <laughs> You're forbidden from watching this movie. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be too scary. Yes, it's scary, and uh, and like something that I got to appreciate after a lot of thought about the new one. Yes, it's that it's also frightening, but in other aspects. Like the first time that I saw Jiminy Cricket, I was like, I mean, that's a cricket wearing another cricket's skin over itself. Like that, that looks terrifying. Sure. And the yes. donkey, and the Donkey Island is terrifying. And yes, this, and this version has like kingdom hearts ghosts like turning people into yes like the, the sort of the sort of like, black clouds yeah which was, carrying the donkeys away which is like quite a choice <laughs> quite a choice what a choice you could you could just have like henchmen like pulling donkeys into a cage you didn't need to have like kingdom hearts ghosts they ex they look exactly like ghosts have you ever played kingdom hearts uh, i have not i have neither but i've i've, <laughs> I've watched i know a lot of kingdom hearts lore for some reason right like, those okay. look like the ghosts that appear in kingdom hearts and then appear in fi the final fantasy 7 remake like it's just like mm. what that's 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 very creepy and to me like the whole idea of like if you have fun we're going to turn you into a donkey is yeah. very it's a very scary proposition well, no see from what I understand, if you if you've had some root beer, you become a donkey. <laughs> yeah, that's right. If you have, Good. If okay. You, if you break, I mean, they have like a whole house where they're supposed to like break glass and like. Yes. To me, I mean, this is gonna feed later into the negatives, but I just wanted to say like I appreciate that it's frightening and bizarre and unreal. Yes. Yes. But that later like feeds into the disappointment to me which is i think we just go into the i don't really have a lot more positive well it's a, there's in terms of what robert zemeckis has done with yeah. animation <laughs> he's it's ever he likes creepy stuff ever since roger rabbit he's been sort of looking for the next <laughs> big super ambitious thing to do right so this polar express yeah welcome to marvin am I, am I forgetting anything oh um christmas carol Christmas with, with Jim Carrey, which is another really, really terrifying, bizarre. That's Robert Zemeckis too. Yeah, that's okay. That's Uncanny Valley Zemeckis. Right.
which is all those movies are creepy. Oh, and the Beowulf one, though, that one's a little creepy too. Yeah. So there was definitely the intention of yeah making something groundbreaking because yeah. that that is very clearly something that appeals to Robert Wait, Zemeckis. Pause. Do you think? I mean, it's a little sad that he's tried so hard to to do that, and like Steven Spielberg did it in one movie with Tintin. <laughs> Tintin is amazing. Tintin. Well. I, well, he he has a cemented legacy anyway. Uh, he is he's Spielberg, I know, but like that's that's a big step. Oh, no, forward. I was I was I was I was, I was talking about Zemeckis yeah, because Zemeckis too, yeah. he made for sure he made Forrest Gump. Mo- he made Forrest Gump. Three of the most iconic movies in popular culture, exactly, which are Roger Rabbit, Back to the Future, and Forrest Gump. Exactly. So, which feeds into like why is why does he like like this weird, uncanny valley sort of animation? Because like. The time went on, and, like, technology got better, and, like, you can see it in Tintin. Like, the same technology that was used for Polar Express was used to make Tintin. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. I mean, it's, like, motion capture, performance capture, the same stuff that happens in every movie like that. Right. And to me, it's just, like, maybe it's just, like, the Spielberg part of, like, he really knows how to stage an action scene. Yes. And, like... To me, what what's great about Tintin is that he really plays into like the way the Tintin characters look in the comics, mm. and like knowing that if you go fully like this is a hundred percent a human, is like too much. I see. Because like suddenly you start to notice like because video- because most humans don't have a haircut like Tintin. Yeah, most yeah. humans don't have a haircut like Tintin, and then you start noticing like video game cutscene problems where like there's someone with a foot through the wall you know yes. what i mean like it's, okay. it's stuff like that and like an eye is they're not like directly staring at each other yeah. like yeah you, okay. you need some of that like a lazy work. eye you have to like play into like this is animation a little bit good because if you try to make it too real then you get a christmas carol and that's it is ter- i remember being terrified of that movie and that came out when i was like 11 like I was already old enough to not be scared. So, I, I, remember, I remember my mother taking me to see the Polar Express in theaters. Yeah, I saw it in theaters too. And yeah, but first, what song and dance number with Tom Hanks's character? <laughs> Terrified. Yeah, it's very but, scary. But but it, but it, but it, weirdly, it, it it came around for me as an eight. Weirdly, kid. that like car full of puppets was the scariest part of the movie to me. Like that like train car full of like handheld puppets yes. like with the strings and everything that just had like deep devil faces mm. and they started to like smother the protagonists are like oh no that sounds horrible yeah that sounds really terrifying but back to the content at hand yes um, the content i think at hand. if you don't have any more positives we can go straight into like Let negative parts and now we have a that. have a look at my notes <laughs> Gee, oh, and it's Sl- slim pickings with this movie it's looking slim yeah, yeah. i'm sorry yeah pretty much uh, we tr- look let it be on record that we tried to be positive. And we were Absolutely. a little bit. And we like, were, for sure. I would watch a whole movie of Luke Evans being insane. Like, I would watch a whole movie of him just being... I would have watched... For, for Uncut, sure, that already exists. Uncut Gems starring Luke Evans is a very different movie. Sure, or... Like, it sounds a lot of fun. He's, he's also Gaston in Beauty and the Beast. He's Gaston in Beauty and the Beast, and he's, he's the best part of that movie. That's right. There you go. He's the best part of that Beauty and the Beast remake. If you're craving yourself some Luke Evans. Yeah, it's, it's fun. Like... If you just watch the Gaston and LeFou scenes from Beauty and the Beast, it's a pretty fun movie. The rest is like, oh, it's just Emma, Emma Stone, I was going to say. Emma Watson. Emma Watson being extremely auto-tuned. Really? 
She turned down La La Land, like an Oscar-winning role in La La Land. Wow. To be Belle in Beauty and the Beast. And she's auto-tuned the whole movie. And in the point of La La Land, the ca- yeah. part of the point of La La Land is that the characters Not, aren't that good exactly, singers. Exactly, that's, that's the point. And, right. Uh, Dan, I remember Dan Stevens being good in it. He's the beast. He's the he's the beast. He's also auto-tuned. Right. But like, he's he does a pretty good motion capture performance. Which okay. Is, which is hard to pull off sometimes. Like, yeah. Like some motion capture performances are pretty great. Like Josh Brolin as Thanos is like, oh, it's so good. Yeah, but if you're not, if you're not like, let's say from the school of Andy Serkis. Oh my! Or, yeah, I mean Andy Serkis is or the Doug best. Jones or Doug Jones. Yeah, those are the two that best two that ever did it. But like Doug Jones is using prosthetics most of the time. Yeah, Abe Sapien and like uh, the the pale man and the fawn and uh, all those characters. They're prosthetics, which makes right. those characters great. Okay. He's not he's not doing digital technology mainly because. Guillermo del Toro doesn't make movies that are that kind of movie. That's true. He likes prosthetics because he's a makeup guy. He likes makeup. Very much so. We're going to go into the negatives now. Uh, To me... If you're just tuning in. If you're just tuning in, again, to this pre-recorded podcast. Yes. um, uh, To me, the best way to describe this movie is the way Honest Trailers did. Not a joke, not anything. It's like, this movie is bad in the most boring ways. In the most boring completely sanded and of all of its edge from the original like the fact that like the message is kind of lost because to me the the reason the original pinocchio is so effective is because it's definitely like a a cautionary tale for boomer children right like it's like very much that's why i think the guillermo del toro version is like oh this is a great pinocchio for our times which yes is like you have to question authority absolutely and this one is like no don't question authority you either obey or you become a donkey. And uh, <laughs> that's what's scary about the first one, and I think that's what made it so valuable in the 40s. But to right. me, this version, not only is that message a little out of date, which is what I was talking about, like you yes. didn't need to remake this movie, um, but it's also like from the get-go, the character of Pinocchio is dragged <laughs> through the events of this movie. And Basically. So it, he doesn't take active decisions in this movie. He's just dragged through these situations. And, and like halfway through the movie, he's like, I want to go home to my dad and go back to school. And you're like, well, then the rest of the movie makes no sense. And then, you're like, then, then the rest of the movie can't happen. Exactly. No, it's it's a recreation for the sake of recreation yes. and not for aesthetic value. Let's say we have, they didn't go, we have a mold in this original Pinocchio. Yeah. We can make something interesting out of it. They just went, let's recreate it to the best of our abilities. Take, yeah. the, take the creepy parts out of it. And replace it with entirely different creepy things. Yeah. Like that weird, uh, what's his name? A Keegan-Michael Key Fox, <laughs> which is creepy. See the, And CGI donkeys that are yeah. like weirdly unfinished and creepy and... Man, I, I can't get that Jiminy Cricket out of my mind. He's still really creepy to me. The, the, like he's like he's yeah. wearing the skin of another cricket. Have you, that is. Have you seen the trailer for the new Little Mermaid? I have not. No. So Sebastian's in it. I see. And he let me see if you want. Like I, I think I have a picture because I remember seeing this and I was like, man, this is gonna be insane. So insane in a good way or a bad way? No, probably a bad way because I. So when they announced it, I was like, how are they going to do Flounder and Sebastian? Flounder and Sebastian. And Flounder, like, I saw the trailer, and he's just a fish. Like, he has his open eyes. Right. And, like, 
but they're doing <laughs> like opening and closing. So, so, so they're also doing it photorealistic. They're doing of... photorealistic animals, and like I don't okay. think that's the way to go. If you're doing like cartoon, like anthropomorphized or semi-anthropomorphized, yeah, animals. You have a mold but in, I have... in the original Little Mermaid. Yeah, of course. And then with he's this... more lobster than crab. With this photorealistic so, uh, so animation style. I, I hope you're ready because he's got All like, right. he's got like lips and cheek folds, but they didn't make him like a lobster. They made him like an actual crab. I see. So here you go. Okay. I'm showing Max a picture of the Sebastian in the Little Mermaid remake. They might change it when the movie comes out. Obviously. Because they, they do that with every movie. Like when Will Smith, like the trailer for the Aladdin came out, like people were so like. Yes, he looks awful. He looks horrible. Yeah. And they definitely spruced it up for yes. the final version. So they might do like a thing where like people see like, oh my God, Sebastian looks nightmarish. And they change it in time. Or when is it coming out? June? I think so. It, it's coming out this year, but that's coming that, out soon. That, actually, that's, that's the like thing summer. with every animated, almost every animated movie, every CG animated, CG animated movie. Yeah, we've gotten to the point where you know the turnover is fast enough that you can change something like that. Yeah, before the release. And of also, the movie. there's like abusing your animation workers that's that, the other part that that too that yeah that, that is also very very there's like very unpaid overtime that. that uh people are still fighting for in the u.s uh yeah if you don't have context we're speaking in english but we're deep in the heart of mexico deep in the heart of mexico, <laughs> deep, deep in the heart of mexico. only a couple hours away of mexico city baby we're, we're the only two that speak english with foreign accents in this part of town in this part of, i maybe a couple of our friends i've heard a couple of our friends have very very good english I mean, very good English, yet with an accent. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, to me, the whole thing is, like, not only does this movie defy, like, a justification for its existence, yes. like, in the sense of, like, why are we remaking this movie? But, like, they repeat the same message and the same intent, and halfway through this movie, Pinocchio, like, by the time the movie ends, you're like, well, 30 minutes ago or 40 minutes ago, it's a short movie. That's the thing I forgot to mention. It's a pretty short movie. And it's yet it's somehow longer it, it than feel, the, it feels agonizing and horrible. And I, I think it's longer than the Disney original. It's probably longer than Disney original because they included all that about, stuff. About about half an hour. They included all that stuff like with the the ballet dancer and her puppet. Yes. Which was weird. Which was a completely pointless subplot <laughs> that led point. nowhere. No, I thought at least at the end all. of the movie she'll pop back up. Yeah. Or, gee, I mean. Yeah, that, then, that that poor act. Yeah, but like forty, like fifty minutes in. First of all, it takes forever to get started. Yes, it takes forever to get started. Um, is, Tom Hanks is mumbling his it's way a lot through, of mumbling through the volume, through. and I think a lot of ADR as well. It's you know, a they, lot they, of like they can take advantage of that that his mustache yeah, covers course. over half For his sure. mouth. Of course, he's probably like every thirty minutes, like taking a break to have like a dry coughing spell, like. <laughs> Oh like like God. sequels of his uh of his time in COVID, but yeah, that so, is a, that is an old man who could have died from that disease. But yeah, that the, you're talking about the first thirty minutes are just like him mumbling. Then there's the synergy cross promotion clocks. Oh my God! There's a Disney. Yes, no, I I wrote it down in my notes. One I, of the I, worst scenes in film this year is like, oh my God! One of the worst <laughs> jokes I've ever come up with is the wall of IP Space <laughs> Space Jam: A New Legacy Clock Edition. That was that. Yes, scene. it's exactly a wall. It's like the, it's not the same as like. Did you see the Tom Cruise mummy? The the Tom Cruise mummy. I the, I did not. I don't. I only saw the trailer without the okay, audio tracks. Okay, so I'm about to tell you a little bit of a story. Sure. 
it's the it's the beginning it's and the story end time the, with pat yes it's story, it's story time, time with pat we're gonna have to come up with like sound buttons if we're gonna keep doing this to like beep, 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 beep. <laughs> i have like a sound <laughs> board with like the rap air horn right but that's not appropriate in this situation i think uh so that Tom Cruise mummy is the beginning of like the dark universe that Universal was trying to say. That, that I did hear of, yes. It was going to be Dracula Untold, and then that movie yeah. bombed, and it was okay. also not good. Didn't see it. I, I, like those, I like those kinds of like mediocre Hollywood movies. They're just like, oh, what? Like they're clearly trying to start something, and they don't. Like I, I find a little bit of charm in that. Like the Guy Ritchie King Arthur. Yeah. I really enjoy that movie. It's dumb. It's very. I was engaged in thinking that I was dumb. David Beckham is in it as well. But I had a lot of fun watching like guy Ritchie doing like king arthur stuff and then the end just like a, a video game boss fight against jude law okay i, I, I don't know I, I i like that kind of movie so and, the dark uh, universe in dark universe like there's a scene in the tom cruise mummy where he and the mum the titular mummy sofia butella so yeah. tom cruise and sofia butella are captured by uh dr jekyll mm. who is like the Nick Fury of their universe. Oh, okay. who runs a version of Shield called Prodigium. Mm. He's played by Russell Crowe, because there was going to be at that point a Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde movie starring Russell Crowe. I see. Okay. And he's like, "Welcome to Prodigium. We investigate all the paranormal stuff in this universe." And go, they go through a hallway mm. filled with like all of the IP they've already greenlit for movies. Like, there's I the, see. There's the hand for like feature of the black lagoon okay. and there's like a dracula thing and there's an invisible man thing there's a bride of frankenstein thing like that was the one so was gonna go right kind, kind of like the amazing spider-man it's too kind, it's exactly like the amazing it's it's the same writer the same screenwriter and alex kurtzman alex kurtzman directed the mummy and yeah he co-wrote amazing spider-man too well it's and like just, I'm sure, i can't I'm sure. believe he repeated the same beat in both movies of like wow this is the hall of spin-offs <laughs> welcome Damn. to the hall of spin-offs and the same feeling came to me when it's like, but it's not that it's just already greenlit IP. It is in a way. Yeah. Cause like they're already planning remakes for movies that came out mm -hmm. five years ago, like frozen. Well, not five years. Like it came out like 10 years ago. Wow. 10 years ago. Frozen came out. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, but they're already like green lighting live action remakes of like tangled and stuff. So like, when that scene came up and all the Disney clocks <laughs> started calling, yeah. I was like, Oh my God. This is already oh off boy. the rails. Oh boy! I was hoping it would be like, because I was, I still had no idea how that movie was gonna turn out. Like I saw it in the trailer, and I was like, this movie's gonna be shit. But at like ten minutes into the movie, when the Disney clocks appeared, I was like, is this gonna be like a Chippendale sort of thing? Like yeah. Chippendale is incredible. Chippendale is really good. Chippendale is really, really fun. It's not my favorite movie. It's from one last of the most year. honest uh, movies about Hollywood that I've seen in a long time. And it, oh, for it, sure. And it comes from Disney. <laughs> like, it's crazy. It's crazy that they let them I can't do that. believe that they were just like, hey, Lonely Island, want to make a movie about Disney IP? And they were like, I guess. We'll, we'll make it our way, though. <laughs> we'll, we'll, make, make we'll make it our weird particular oh, way. I, I love that movie. Shortly after Pinocchio gets brought to life, <laughs> yeah. I have an, another note that up to that point, we had only gotten mumbling long COVID Tom Hanks performing yeah. as Geppetto. And then slash Colonel Tom Parker, but Italian, <laughs> Italian Colonel Tom Parker. We'll, we'll, we'll get into an, an, an issue that I have. With we might talk about general. Elvis someday. We might talk about Elvis. Maybe I, was, uh, I don't think it's bad enough to merit being on no, the show. No, I don't think so either. Austin but, Butler's really good in the production value. Too. 
Absolutely. You go from mumbling Geppetto to shouting Geppetto, <laughs> which honestly I prefer. If Tom oh, Hanks were to singing, shout, singing, were to the time, uh, singing the all-time classic Pinocchio, holy smoke, yo. <laughs> holy smoke, yo. Yes. Yes. An all-time classic. All-time. I, I honestly, if, if he were you shouting, song, right? if he were shouting the entire time because he's an old man who's hard of hearing, <laughs> I would probably enjoy that movie more. <laughs> he was just like, what? There's, there's, there's also a scene towards the end of the film where Pinocchio is on the boat and he's going towards, well, no, he's not on the boat. He's getting pulled by the seagull, whose name I forgot because she has a name. And he has, oh uh, yeah, he has Jiminy Cricket on his shoulder, and he's on the water. He's water surfing. Pinocchio's water surfing towards towards Tom Hanks. I think they and I I think it would have been so much funnier if Tom Hanks would have gone, "What? (laughs) I can't hear you!" Like that Shazam joke where like uh, Mark Strong is giving like an evil monologue, and then just it it just cuts to Shazam listening to him, and it's just like, "I I can't hear you." That's a great joke. Yes, Um, I was gonna talk about that like. The way this movie tries to find contrivances to pull itself forward, and I know it's a movie about a puppet that came to life because of a fairy. Yeah. But that very scene where they're where like Pinocchio and Geppetto are just giving each other exposition, like hundreds of yards apart, like we're just having a conversation, like, how did you get here? I got here because of the circle. Like, yeah, like yeah. they start talking to each other. And because... then, then they do like a cheeky thing. It's like, oh, and all that happened to you in one day? <laughs> it's like, yeah, of course it did. A, a, a cheeky little button to end the that's such a weird a very weird way of doing what a exposition. weird way of having a conversation yeah because it's not even exposition it's just because we've already it's events that we've seen in the movie yes but it's like sorry but it's like a very weird way of two characters having a conversation oh, from sure. like hundreds of yards apart in the middle of the ocean while moving at max speed and then the like the whale eats them yeah <laughs> like immediately after that conversation the whale eats them Pretty much, but then we yeah, don't we don't get a lot of time inside the whale either. We get like five minutes. And minutes. then when they're escaping from the whale, and Pinocchio is uh, well uh, kicking the water, swimming yeah. in order to propel half of the boat that they had in order for them to escape. Mm-hmm. They put engine sounds. Yes, they put the, like, um, and that's the other yeah, all, all in capitals. No, and there's I have. there's engine a little bit sounds. of a comparison to. That has like a equivalent in the in the Del Toro movie when like Spatzadura's yes. tail starts rotating like a boat, and if you're gonna bring that up, like we'll give Del Toro this, I was like, shut up, man. <laughs> Del Toro's movie's better in every way. In absolutely every way. Every single way. Um, should we? I think we gotta talk about the what I was saying before, which is like about the edges being sanded off, like the the fact that they go to Pleasure Island, and like. There's root beer yes. instead of beer, and there's no cigars, and like if in a movie for for the Disney Plus streaming platform, you can't have kids pretending to be drunk. I know you can't do that. I know, but like it it definitely doesn't help your movie. No, like no, for sure. Especially oh, if it's sure. a remake of the original Pinocchio and part of the like messaging. Because again, it's a cautionary tale for boomer five year olds. Like post-war, yes. Like you better obey your parents, or we're gonna send you off to become a donkey. And like that's the lies you could tell your kids back in the day. Nowadays, a kid is like, "Well, Ben Shapiro said that I can defeat you with facts and logic." <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, sure. Like a ten-year-old is already like, "Well, I'm here to tell you about," <laughs> just with like the weird shrill voice. 
Um, I never thought that we'd have a Ben Shapiro impression during our first episode, but well, yeah. here we are. If you're just tuning in, Pat just did an impression of Ben Shapiro. Well, yeah, but here's the thing. Uh, you don't really know about facts and logic. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It might not register because of the noise canceling I have on my microphone and my head like a weird fuzz, but that's that's an impression I just attempted for the first time. Oh, very good. I, if, it's not, if, it's not if, a bad if, impression, if, actually. If this were an impression that you've been working on for several weeks, you'd be like, Man. I'd be massively disappointed. <laughs> yeah. If the fact that you just came up with it, I have better impressions of like Jason Statham. I still for have to sure. develop that because, like, I I really just have to improve on his like diction and the work he, yeah. the way he distributes words. But apart from that, is like he talks like right here. The, the the tone of his voice is quite well, but yeah, exactly. Cadences, yeah, diction, the, cadence. the pauses that he randomly Jason does. Steinem. Now I'm that a, is an impression I'm I have. A dime. You gotta Look know. I, I want to know why they call you Johnson. If you if, <laughs> if you're if you're just tuning in, man, um, this has turned this into is a, like this is a treat. Stuff. This is an absolute yeah. treat. Well, so the, yeah, exactly. the, so, so for. In a, in a movie for the Disney Plus platform, yeah. you can't have kids getting drunk. You can't have... You can't have a post-2015 piece of content with, like, the warning, this might be insensitive towards certain cultures. On the, on, the, on the Disney Plus on the Disney platform Plus, specifically. Because they, they have the Muppet show from, like, the 90s and 80s, and it has a content warning. Yeah. Like, an ethnic content warning. You're Absolutely. Like, oh, my God. Like, like a... Fantasia has one, but that's yes. 1950 or 1940-something. Like, I would get it. It's old. But, like, post, like, 80s or 90s, like, we all know all of this stuff. Like, we know if, we know that that scene in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom is weird. Like, that dinner, like that dinner scene. The monkey brain? The monkey brains, yeah. Oh, we, boy. We know that it's weird. And that's probably, it's, it's too creepy for kids, so that's maybe why it's not on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, or it's, is it just Paramount, and that's and that's why it's not on Disney Plus? No, because it was. I'm, Dis- I'm not sure. I I haven't watched. It's it's Lucasfilm. I haven't seen the Indiana Jones movies out in a while. Maybe the streaming rights will revert back to Disney after this new one. Yeah, that's comes probably out. what it is. That's I, I, I can imagine something yeah. in that direction. Yeah, I mean, I get why Disney didn't do like their smoking cigars and drinking beer. Like, I yeah. get why. But, like, that's kind of integral to the original Pinocchio. And if you can't replicate that feeling of, like, no, these kids are engaging in vices that they shouldn't be. Yeah. And that's why they're going to turn into donkeys. Yes. Like, don't, like, try to find another way. Like, Del Toro did it with a fascist military academy. That's his equivalent to Pleasure Island in yes. the movie. And, like, the even the Pauly Shore one, like, which I really enjoy. I, Re- I, it's, wow. It's really bad. But I, th- I thought the Polly Shore Pinocchio wouldn't come back up during the entire podcast. <laughs> I will bring it back up anytime I get a chance because All right. I want my ringtone to be Polly Shore saying, please, 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 please. Jesus Christ. It's, it's a lot of fun. And it's just, uh, but even that one has like, okay, so they're like thieves in the circus. And mm. they're like, <laughs> I mean, at least that one has like an equivalent of like, also, he wants his the horse to be his dad. <laughs> very well, very well. John, like the horse, which is because he doesn't have Jimmy Cricket. He has a horse that is voiced by Napoleon Dynamite, and he const- he doesn't like Geppetto, and he constantly asks the horse to be his dad. All the entire movie, 
And there's like a point in the movie where the horse starts calling him my son. See, <laughs> there's like, whoa. There's a joke in here somewhere, but I, I can't think of something that I wouldn't yeah. be ashamed of for the rest of my life. Yeah. So I'm just going to listen to you keep describing yeah, the polish no, um, and oak. Oh, well, at okay. least that one has like that entertainment value of like, this is crazy. See, like, but then this is a very Russian you take You take out what, back to this part, and we were talking about the smoking cigars, the, the beer, and... Yeah. Sort of, you know, the original is a cautionary tale, as you've repeated a couple of times yeah. already. But then you also have, you know, pervy puppets. Yes, you have the weird pervy puppets. We have, we have pervy puppets flashing their underskirt. <laughs> yes, flashing, flashing some underskirt, and that Pinocchio happens in the original one. Them. I could have sworn that happened in the original one. It like the him dancing yeah, no. so fast that he lights on fire doesn't happen yeah, in the original one. And yeah, exactly. But like, there's definitely like. Puppets and tutus flashing him, and he's like, "Whoa, what?" Yeah. <laughs> Except, but then, you know, you take out that stuff, but then you leave in the pervy puppets. Yeah. If you're gonna go fully like, yeah, just make it like a, like, just make it like as horny as possible. Just, just make a really horny. <laughs> That's not what I was getting no, at just, at all. I'm, I know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Okay, don't make a horny Pinocchio. He's a child. Oh, please, no. He's a nine-year-old oh, no. wooden child. Then, <laughs> Imagine you're... if, like, halfway through Guillermo Soto's Pinocchio, he just, like, walks next to an Italian brothel or something. You're like, oh, my God. Oh, jeez. This is definitely not for kids no, now. The, 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 thing, the thing about that Pinocchio is that Geppetto would probably, after they walk past, would sort of try to explain <laughs> the concept of a brothel. Yeah, because where Pinocchio? That, 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 that Geppetto... <laughs> That that Geppetto is is an actual you know character, not yeah. Again, he's, he's the saddest. Tom man. Tom Hanks was probably really really sick while making. Yeah, that this Geppetto movie, is so the saddest man in cinema since Casey Affleck in Manchester by the Sea. That's a sad Jesus, man. That is a sad man. That's a very sad man. Um, and this, I mean, Geppetto in this Geppetto by design is a sad character because like his yes. son is dead. Yes, again, he's so, trying some, to, something he's, they only hint at in, in this movie. They don't. Yeah. They don't dare again, to pronounce it. Not a thing you needed to have in the movie. Like, my son died. Because that's not what this movie is about. This movie, again, no. is a cautionary tale for boomers. But, like, so you don't need, like, if you die, you will be replaced by a puppet. Like, you don't need that that weird messaging in there, especially nowadays. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's just, like, the whole, it's the mix of, like, Pinocchio already learns his lesson by the halfway point of this movie yeah when he returns home and then it's also like you're also sanding all of the temptations out of this movie and like again he's dragged through this movie through the use of chris pine jokes that's that i was gonna bring that up i was <laughs> if, if you remember oh, the terrible. If, if you remembered what uh honest what's what's his name honest john the cat played by keegan michael keys at honest john that's a fox, and then there's the cat. There's yes. a fox and the cat, and he's honest something. He's honest, honest John. Wait, let me look let's this just up. go with it. Like so, this, like this is important what, at all. What, what, what did up. what did he call? What was his nickname for Pinocchio? And you just said it, Chris Pine. He was, he was like, which, like which, uh, again, if if I was, that is a joke that I don't necessarily understand. What were they? <laughs> it's not that bad, but what were they thinking? Oh, because pine you, you, is a type you, of... He's built out of pine. Yes, but you have to sandpaper the movie in order for it to appeal to kids. <laughs> yeah. 
But a, a six-year-old kid doesn't know who Chris Pine he is. He doesn't know. They don't he, know he, who he, Chris he doesn't Pine know is. any actors. That's for the parents, and they hate it. <laughs> I hated it. That's, I'm that's not a, a parent, and I hate it. And and does and does the regular parent know who Chris? Like, does do your parents know who Chris Pine is? No, they do not. My mine either. I know him as the best of all the Hollywood Chrises. Easily the best one. Well, that, that that's something we're gonna closely have to get into. closely get, get followed into, by maybe, Evans. In a, maybe in a bonus episode or something. Closely that followed is. by Evans to me. Okay. And then it's like uh, Christopherson and then Hemsworth. Christopherson <laughs> and, and Chris Pratt doesn't make the list at all. Chris Pratt is dead last. Really? I'm gonna see how that Mario movie turns out because it looks a lot of fun. It looks like a very looks like a very fun movie. I'm sure it's not gonna be fun because of him. He stopped being the most fun part of a movie small, since Guardians small, 2. Today. Small parentheses on that. Chris Pine, they tried to make, they tried so hard to make him the next big blockbuster action star. And he was almost one with Wonder Woman. He's the best part of Wonder Woman to me, of the, of the first one. He's so good. He's so good see, in that. I, see, I was talking about Chris Pratt. You went oh, back Pratt. to Chris Sorry, Pine. Pratt. You went yeah, back Pratt. To Chris Pine. They tried to make Pratt a huge action star, but they put him in like streaming releases, like Tomorrow War and in Total Swill, like the Jurassic World movies. But I mean, the Jurassic World movies are some of the highest grossing stuff of all time. Yeah, yeah. Dominion and Fallen World were like top five in their respective years. Like last year, Dominion was in the top five. Yeah, it, it, that movie was huge it made in so China. Much money. <laughs> <laughs> so much, so much of that China movie. So it's Honest John. Honest John. There you go. I got it right. Honest John, right. Paul's Pinocchio, Chris. By Pass. the way, I'm seeing the IMDb, and the person who did the voice of the apparently the whale has a voice actor. Yeah. <laughs> and it's Fred Tatashior, who's an incredibly talented human. Really. And the cat doesn't have one. <laughs> the cat is not in the IMDb listed. But I don't. I don't remember the cat either purring, hissing, or talking. So that I don't. Sense. I don't remember him either. Then there's also the seagull, which is the she's she's voiced by someone from the Sopranos. Lorraine Bracco. Lorraine. Lorraine. Yes, <laughs> she's that's voiced. The name. She's in the Sopranos and in Goodfellas and also in <laughs> 2022's Disney's Pinocchio. <laughs> she's she's a seagull and she talks. I mean, this is another thing from this movie. It's just like every like the only person in speaking in an Italian accent is Tom Hanks, kind of. Oh, and. The, Everyone the, else is like the, the varying teacher. states of New York. The teacher and the teacher. The, Everyone else the teacher is like and the guy who wants to buy his clocks at the start. Yeah. But like, let me get to this point because this is something that bothers me about Western movies in general. Yeah. Right. English language movies. So if you're depicting, you know, another country. Yeah. Like, there's like five accents. <laughs> Jojo Rabbit, for example, is you know a movie set in Germany, Beautiful and movie. everyone speaks beautiful movie everyone speaks english in a german accent in a cartoonish german accent semi-cartoonish german accent but that's the, yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, I, the point of that movie is like a, yeah this is yeah, what a, yeah, is what a kid thinks of it's part of nazi it, germany yeah it's part of the point yeah and yet or for example the northman which is a movie set again beautiful movie beautiful looking movie beautiful looking movie fun movie good movie set in the nordic countries yes and, Again, everyone, they have the accent. Everyone speaks English in, in a, a Swedish, in a Nordic, in a Nordic accent, in an IKEA accent. And I'm just <laughs> wondering, why don't we just make those movies in their original language? Yeah, why, why, why don't we make fun, the Northmen right? in Norwegian or Swedish? 
Because you Why alienate the audience. You you alienate the American you audience. You alienate the American audience, which is like your big hook. Yeah, exactly. Because they hate reading. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they're one God. of the biggest movie consuming markets in America, and they won't consume foreign movies because of the amount of subtitle reading. Because the amount of subtitle reading. Yeah, but and then, I get it because, like, when I watch anime, that, that's it, it, like I I watch it subtitled because yeah. I like the because like the sound of the the original mm. voice is better. Yes, but I'm constantly having to look down into the subtitles, and I I get why you would be bothered. Yeah, but like, there's some movies where you can just like take in a vibe, and that's fine. Sure, it's it's something that's so I understand why it's it's just something that's incredibly bizarre. It's in, very bizarre. In order to convey that you're in Italy or Germany <laughs> or Iceland or Sweden, yeah, you speak in that location's accent, and yes. sometimes I'm thinking English and an accent, yeah, English and an accent, and but sometimes again, I'm thinking also, why bother? But then again, uh, I, I'm not the average. But you goer, also so. apply like one of five accents in english to every country in the world so it's like french people yeah italians germans Mm -hmm. and maybe like spanish or whatever and then the rest is just like a british accent sure like they do like a roman epic and they're all speaking in 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 victoria in victorian english yes and the the movie that i think broke with that a lot was wonder woman where like out of necessity almost because like yeah. English is like very accented and very, very Israeli heavy. Yes. But it's a cool thing that they were like, well, let's accommodate the entire movie to like her accent. And like Robin Wright is speaking in an Israeli accent. Yes. And Connie Nielsen is speaking in this and like a uh, Israeli accent. And like, but it's part of the movie and like, no, these are people from another country and like a nation in, in the middle of the ocean. But this might be a reoccurring segment for me where we go accent, accent watch. Work. Accent watch. Yes, let's do accent watch sometime in another episode. For sure. So, uh, let's go into. But to me, like, it's not even like the Italian accent is too cartoonish. It's just like the only people that are doing an Italian accent are like three people, and then everyone else, like, including Keegan Michael Key, who's an extremely talented performer. Absolutely. Incredibly talented human being. Yeah. He's like, no, I'm gonna voice this anthropomorphic fox. And like I'm just everyone is like varying degrees of New York and New Jersey. Like Lorraine yeah. Bracco is definitely doing like for sure Sopranos voice, and all the kids when they get to Pleasure Island, they yeah, have like the, a the kid, accent. the kid that he plays with, what's his name again? Uh, Lampwick. Lampwick. There you go. He's he's called Candlewick. In he's Candlewick. That that put me off so bad. I wanted yeah, to say Candlewick so badly right now, but I knew that it was wrong. It's Lampwick. He went deep. <laughs> Deep New Jersey, just like for into, his the, into the most classic neighborhood. Like he's from 1930s Brooklyn. Absolutely, <laughs> that's, that's where he, that kid is from. Yeah, he's not from whatever period. Siena. In time. He's he's, he's not from Siena in whatever period of time. Mag- from, magical period of time in Italy. Not from this is like a, this is a, yeah. To me, it, it kind of looks like the town from Luca. <laughs> kind of looks like the town from. It, it's missing delicious. Beautifully animated pasta dishes. That's what's missing from that movie. Well, and and a lot and a lot of other and, things. And, and like actual beauty. <laughs> it's missing beauty. It's missing. Like it's missing any beauty. form of artistic uh, commentary. It's missing reasons to exist. It's missing a reason to exist. It's That's what right. is what we've been figuring out throughout so, this yeah. journey. And also, really quick on that fox, because like again, the CGI is like half rendering and terrifying. Yeah, it's like. This is a fault of the original one as well, where like 
everyone's creeped out by like a walking puppet, but not yes. like a six feet tall fox, fox on his hind ta- legs. Talking fox. Like like uh, conning people <laughs> into like working for him or something. In, in, into, well. Into slave well, labor, basically. In, in, into slavery, but not for him, but for someone else. He's, he's brokering slavery for other he's people. He's brokering slavery deals. He's like Benedict Cumberbatch in 12 Years a Slave. Dear God. Kind of, right? Sure. Is he the one that brokers the slave? We should probably not be talking about slaves. I, I, I don't. Re- I don't remember. I I remember seeing Twelve Years a Slave, which is a great movie in English cl- in either which, tenth tenth or eleventh grade yeah. English. He chose one of my favorite actors, Paul Dano, um, as like a foreman or something. I didn't. I didn't remember. Paul Dano. Good is, to know. Paul Dano's in so much shit. Oh, he's a chameleon, isn't he? He's in Little Miss Sunshine too. I that I do remember. He's in a, I mean, he's the Riddler. To me, he's going to be the Riddler. But he's Forever. also the protagonist of one of my favorite movies, Swiss Army Man. Yeah. I love me some Swiss Army Man. It's fantastic. It's so good. Notice how we keep coming up with <laughs> we, excuses we keep coming to up talk with about other movies. Other movies. Because this one, again, it's bad in the most boring ways. Because like, if this was at all entertaining or like bizarre in a way that was interesting, like this would be worth talking about more like i like cats is a nightmare yeah but at least there's like value in how bizarre and like the legends around it like the fact that it has yes. like, a butt, like a butthole cut and also <laughs> there's a butthole cut of cats yes i know the thing the thing with cats is i saw the stage <laughs> show many years before yeah. that okay. because my, my mother said oh yeah we're in the big city let's go watch a show and the only show that we could get short-term tickets for was What's Cats. Oh, my God. And then I saw the show, and, and then I realized why. It was the only show we could get tickets for. Because it's pretty bad, right? It's not. Well, if you have to buy into the concept. Of course. And like any Broadway, like a musical in general. Musicals. Yes. More than any other genre. But really Cats demand. even more, because Cats doesn't really, it has an excuse for a story. Yeah. In order for all the cats to introduce themselves in song form and then the show is over. For sure, yeah. So that more than most other musicals. People should have known what they were getting into. Yeah, when they with the saw movie. Cats, and bizarrely, they weren't. And when people weren't into cats. And the I, movie? I, I, yeah, into, into the movie. I mean, I, the, the I, trailer I some, is what kind of got I, people going insane. Like, I, know some, terrifying. I know some musical people who were like, Cats is delightful. It's, it's an amazing time watching it at at a local production or part, whatever. Part of the the thrill of Broadway shows is the fact that it's being performed live yeah. right in front of you. Like exactly. if they did, I don't know, if they did like the Broadway Lion King as the remake, first of all, I'd be interested. Like I like the idea of like them being humans. Okay. But like it would look cheap for a movie because that way you, can, you can't really hide like the limitations you have on, a, on like a... 10 by 12 meter stage. I'm positive there is like, like a, There's probably professional, a, way. a professional production, a, pro, a professional recording I mean, there of were, I mean, some there, Lion King show. The recording of Hamilton is like, oh, this is a really cool way to show Broadway performances exactly. in the world. Yeah. Because, but you have to direct it well. Yeah, for sure. You have sure. to get a person that knows their way, not just around a camera, but like around like a Broadway stage. Yes. Definitely. But back to Pinocchio. Back um, to Pinocchio. Yeah, to me, this is a completely unnoteworthy movie. Which is and why we've spent over an hour talking about it. Which is why we spent over an hour talking about it. But also, like, 
it will vanish into obscurity and people will maybe once in a while be like man that pinocchio remake was something huh because like and other... they're and, and they're gonna and but they're gonna mean the guillermo del toro one the, because i genuinely i don't think people are gonna like look back at this be like let's, re- let's revisit all the in remakes. this context i'm okay with calling it content content disappears off of st- Streaming platforms yes, all the constantly. Time. Maybe not Disney, because they're like obsessed with like, no, we have to have as much profitability from everything we do. Like sure. HBO Max is the most well, yeah, like, the, the most egregious. Yeah, because like I mean, Warner Brothers in general is like a chaos storm of oh, horrifying for stuff. Sure, it's horrifying what they're like. Every five seconds, they're like, oh, we've removed all of Westworld, and you're like, wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> That used to that almost all of Westworld. that almost became the new Game of Thrones, and now you can't almost. watch it on HBO Max anymore. You have to go to like a place where you have to go to either Tubi or Roku, I think. Yeah, because they want money out of it, and the yeah. only way they're gonna get money out of it is ads. licensing it out. No, not licensing, but ads. Right. Because like the whole idea is like, well, we can put Last of Us, and that's gonna be the most streamed content for like. Well, and that four that months. also and that also airs on TV. And that and it also airs on TV. That's yeah. right. But like Game of Thrones and Last of Us is gonna be constantly rewatched, and they have stuff that people already already like. Yeah. Obsessively rewatched, like Friends, and I think Big Bang Theory is on there because it's also Warner Brothers property. Yes. And. Uh, so yeah, they they have stuff like that. I think Gossip Girl is there also. Uh, and and the Gossip Girl remake. Yeah, and all the all the DC movies are there. All the Harry Potter movies are there. All the Lord of the Rings movies are there. But Westworld, mainly because the quality started to decline in seasons three and four. I didn't watch them because they didn't. <laughs> I watched the first half of season three and I was like, Aaron Paul's good, but the rest isn't. Right. So that's part of it, and that's why it got canceled after four seasons. But okay. it's not streamed or restreamed as obsessively as like The Witcher is on Netflix. Yeah. Which is constantly streamed because Henry Cavill is the most beloved actor of this generation for Somehow. some reason. Somehow, yeah. Good for to, him. It's it, Good I think it's for just him. Os- osmosis from Zack Snyder more than anything of like Maybe. Snyder fans. To sure. Me. And that's why people got like mad that he's not doing Geralt in The Witcher and he's being replaced by Liam Hemsworth. But well, that again, this, we, let's get, we, let's get we back. keep we keep finding we keep, excuses. Again, we keep finding super... excuses. Doesn't didn't don't I heard something about the writers for The Witcher? Don't they hate the books? And that's kind of I don't why know. Henry Cavill didn't want to do the show anymore. It's not because if he was going to go back to Superman. It's because he yeah. genuinely didn't have it in him anymore yeah like because the scheduling thing like he was gonna be superman and then james gunn said no and then yeah. it's like oh i'm also not playing Geralt anymore and now he's doing the warhammer i exactly. think he left because he wants to do the warhammer warhammer and he, he went and he wants to do it his way yeah and he's, he's like a huge nerd. if i was more of a witcher fan to begin with i would be like more knowledgeable about all this because i know yeah. about the like Lord of the Rings stuff. Right. Like, I know that the rights for future adaptations that are not Rings of Power are going to a company that is not Amazon or Warner Brothers. Like, they retain the rights to stream their own things because, like, it's their thing. Of course, yeah. And, like, they held distribution and production rights over all of it. But, like, like I'm aware of those things, you know? And I'm Mm. aware of, like, what's going on with Harry Potters, what's going on with... Not the Harry Potters so much anymore. Yeah. For obvious reasons. Some But like I'm wait, aware of which like, reasons. 
Which reasons? Oh, you're not. A, so let me tell you a little story. Um, <laughs> Do we this, have another half hour? This is transphobe watch. Um, <laughs> a, a section we will have. It's just J.K. Rowling and Dave Chappelle in this section. That's the two people we're going to put in the section. Oh, That's dear God. It. And maybe Ben Shapiro when I've developed my impression for longer. Sure. So by the way, his his cousin. Ben Shapiro's cousin. Is Mara Wilson, who played Matilda. <laughs> that, yeah. Okay. That's a fun fact, isn't it? That's what that, oh, that's about the funnest fun facts I've that's heard one, all day. That's one of the most fun facts I heard ever. Is like those two are related. I, like I cannot think of two more opposite, like public presences. Like Matilda, super whimsical, super fun, super like childhood heavy sort of thing. Yeah. And Ben Shapiro and ben is Shapiro. like everything everywhere all at once was a terrible movie. It was mid at most. <laughs> it's like oh my god. You can tell he's a failed screenwriter. <laughs> you can tell he's a really bad screenwriter. Dude, you can tell he's a conservative that you, doesn't stop getting in his own way. But did anyway. You, did, you did know he's a failed screenwriter, right? I did know that, yeah. Yeah, and like he starts tweeting like about movies like Glass Sunday. No, I've, like, I've, I've, I've saw his review for The Batman. And, <laughs> and I was also bewildered by the points he was trying to come across. Yeah, he's a, he's a weird guy. Again, that's why he's, he's not writing screenplays mm. professionally because he's bad at it <laughs> and like now he's fancy yeah, he's, being like glass onion uh waste the entire first half and then the second half is like what it's like that's the point of the movie you yeah dumbass, you dignus again a, a, a conservative who can't stop <laughs> getting in his own way the movie you're like oh you know who murdered this person yeah <laughs> that's the point go. of glass onion that's the point of okay. glass onion um, do you have anything more substantive um, to say about Disney's Pinocchio uh, 2022. Disney's Pinocchio content from this year. Um, Last year. I'd rather watch any of the other two. I, I, I love the Guillermo del Toro version. Oh, absolutely. And I like the Pauly Shore one. For it, To me, it's like one of those so bad it's good movies. Like, yeah. It's a really bizarre foreign. Like it's, first of all, it's like from Russia, so mm. the animation isn't there completely. But okay. it's also like the weird dubbing is fun and like well, the, the the plot is so confused and convoluted. It's, and then there's it's the, fun for a movie person. Uh, it's yeah. fun in, in a way that a movie person would enjoy yes, the room. Like the room, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's it's a room birdemic Sharknado type movie. I see. And that's why I enjoy Polly Shore. And it's also Polly Shore, who's like a weird it's just a very random choice to voice Pinocchio. It's it's oh yes, uh, American. Uh <laughs> But he doesn't, who's, who's available? But he, yeah, but he's like he's not the most famous person in America. Or like the no, and it's, it's also Napoleon Dynamite. Not at all. The most famous person in that movie is Tom Kenny, who plays Geppetto. Tom Kenny plays Geppetto. Tom Kenny plays Geppetto. D damn, Tom Kenny. He's he he's collecting checks. He takes good, every I mean, good gig. For him. Good for him. For sure. Yeah, but like he's you easily got, you got to keep that lifestyle. Holy Shore and Napoleon Dynamite are incredibly random choices to voice your movie, even if it's foreign. Like that Frog Kingdom thing you were saying. Yeah. Like two of the main characters, or four of the main characters, are voiced by like Ian and Anthony from Smosh mm. in the dub version. <laughs> so it's like there's more famous people, or my, more like internet relevant people you can find. Because like even people people are not aware nowadays of Encino Man. Or they don't even know him from like the Goofy movie because he's in the Goofy movie. Polly Shore is in the Goofy movie. Yeah. Okay. So I think we should close by saying Polly Shore. Polly Shore. It is. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't right. know how to, you, people nowadays don't know that you're supposed to wheeze the juice 
like an Encino man. People nowadays are not aware of that. I think we should conclude by saying that, like, honest trailers, I was very surprised by the amount of Pinocchio content that exists and is currently being made. Because also, Robert Downey Jr. is making a Pinocchio movie. Was. It's also, I think was. Was. Not anymore. Least, but at least as of yesterday that I, uh, or right now that I found out about wasn't, it. Wasn't that also supposed to be Paul Thomas Anderson? Yeah. Again, this is everyone's passion project for some reason. I don't know why people are so drawn to this. Well, story. I mean. I get why Del Toro G- is Guillermo to and probably Paul Thomas Anderson as well. That would, that were were young when the first, well, no. younger, younger, when the one from the forties came out. You mean they were alive in the forties? No, 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 no. They were younger. When I don't know. How they old probably these saw are. this movie when Maybe. they were kids. Like they pro- all of they us. Prob- they probably saw the. But I can also see why this story in particular would appeal to Guillermo del Toro of all yes. people. Yes, for sure. I don't know why Robert Downey Jr. would be interested in like a Pinocchio thing. And like again, if you've you've seen the honest trailer for the Pinocchio movies, right? Because they did an honest trailer for the three Pinocchio movies at the same time. Right? Yes. And they've talked about like the ones from the 30s and the ones from the early 2000s and the ones that are like TV movies and ones that are like and like they. They mentioned Avengers Age of Ultron, which is a good... It, it's a fun Pinocchio-ish. <laughs> he actually... like the, James, biggest, the, the song from, the, the song from Ultron Pinocchio Ultron actually the sings There Are No Strings On Me. And the, they were also mentioning in the commentary that they weren't going to include AI, which is also a Pinocchio story. Like a, Stanley... No, Stanley Kubrick Stanley slash Kubrick Steven Spielberg's yeah. AI. I don't know why people are so interested in like the story of... like I get the idea of like um, an object that is infused with a human soul or whatever mm-hmm. like that's a fun concept and like that's yeah, and like you, a concept from greek mythology you can extrapolate it to a, a bunch of different yeah. genres you, but they is explicitly tie it to pinocchio with like no his, his he's made of wood and he can't lie mm-hmm. and his dad is a carpenter and they tie it to like they are so attra- i don't know why people are so attracted to the story should we come up with theories someday we'll yeah. know for sure I think it's just that the blueprint is already done. Like, you already yeah. know the steps. Okay. You can kind of treat it like a fable. And there's so many fables about honesty that you can, like, kind oh, of pull from and, like, make building blocks of a screenplay out of. Like, oh, he finds a fox in the stork and they're trying to figure out which di- dish to eat their soup out of. Like, they're, yeah. Like, like, you can just put stuff like that and it's like a fairy tale for 1800s children in Italy. Like, you know, like, and I mean, those old fairy tales do not mess around. Like he gets burned oh, no. and hanged, and he kills Jimmy Cricket, and like all the Grimm stories and the Hans Christian Andersen version of the Little Mermaid are super dark. But they're again, they're cautionary tales for like, yes, if you don't do what they say they to do in this book, you're gonna turn out to be a witch and we'll burn you. And like, okay, sure, <laughs> that that's that's your prerogative, I guess. Um, but yeah, to me, I'm I'm. A little dumbfounded as to how the same stories find like parallel writing. Like we already know about this, like yes. the volcano Dante's Peak phenomenon. Oh yeah, and the Armageddon Deep Impact sort of thing. Like <laughs> this, this is our generation's Armageddon Deep Impact. Is like three Pinocchio movies at the same time, and there's also a video game coming out. There's also a video game coming, and he also made a cameo in Puss in Boots. <laughs> so oh, there was, that's true. There were four Pinocchios this year, technically. <laughs> Technically, I, would, I think 
the pandemic probably also played in a little bit into this. Especially the Del Toro one. Right? Yeah. The Del Toro one, I mean, that, that just took long the, the took a, a it took It took a lot longer to make already because it's stop motion and then also the pandemic And then the happened. pandemic, yeah. And also, the probably the Zemeckis one was also affected by, like, it's the pandemic. It's, so it's, we're going <laughs> to film it in, like, the stagecraft. In the, in, the, in the volume. And yeah. Tom Hanks also just had COVID. Yeah, that, that's a... They filmed that in either a green room or like the stagecraft room where they filmed the Mandalorian. Like they yeah. filmed it in either one of those two options, probably because of COVID. Yeah, for sure. And that's why when they came out with the finished product, they're like, nah, this is going straight to Disney Plus. We're not doing the Mulan releasing in theaters and then yeah. Disney Plus at the same time or like a month later. So to like... be fair to Disney, they probably knew that they probably knew what they had. Yeah, probably. That's why they took so long in releasing new mutants on their streaming service. They're like, <laughs> we know we know we have a stinker. We can't throw this at the bottom of like Hulu or Star Plus. Didn't, or didn't new mutants come out in theaters during the pandemic? Came out in twenty twenty, yeah. in in theaters during the pandemic. After like five years of anticipation and, or something. <laughs> Well, anticipation. Anticipation. Yeah. And also I, the... I, 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 also, I don't know if I was very excited for the new Mutants movie. Nothing, I, I nothing against the people involved in that movie. The marketing was just really bad. That's nothing yeah, to do. The, I mean, the premise of the movie is a good idea. And, like, I was excited for, like, oh, they're going to do... Like, especially after Logan and Deadpool, I was like, oh, they're going to do, like, another genre... Another genre spin, X-Men. Spin on the X-Men. And, like, I'm always down for that kind of shit. Like, do more genre superhero movies. That's why Ant-Man, the first Ant-Man is fun, because it's a heist movie. And that's why Logan is great, because it's like a superhero western. For sure, that and, I can agree with. And the with. Batman is like a superhero noir movie. And yeah. Like, do more shit like that. Bat 7. Stop making the same movie 1,500 times in the same green egg where you make all your content. Did Please. you hear that, Hollywood? Did you, did you hear that? Bomb Shelter uh, has you on check. <laughs> and we'll continue to have you on check. And we will continue. Um, well, Max, hopefully many, many more episodes. Hopefully, but... yes. Uh, Max, where can people find you? People can find me on Instagram at Masswer if you'd like uh, pictures of shoes and uh, of yeah. hair dye. Yes. Follow me on there. As well as, you know, things related to this podcast. Sure. Uh, Where can people find you? Oh, my God. You can find me on the uh, Route 3 bus in between the hours of 7 a.m. and probably 12. So if you want to yell at Pat. Yes, if you want to yell at me on the street. Otherwise, just follow me on Pat is an Idiot on every piece of social media. I'm around. Fantastic. Yes. So next week. Uh, so the, the poll that we had for this week was the Zemeckis Pinocchio. Diana the Musical, which I was excited to see, but nobody voted for that. One. No, because people in our social circle aren't people that aware of that. Zero percent for Diana the Musical. They voted yeah. more for Mac and uh, Me. Mac and Me, which is a surprise to me. Yeah, like, I didn't know people were even aware. Of I've that. shown a lot of people that we know the poster for Mac and Me. I've I've shown people that I know the the bit, famous scene. No, the bit. Yeah, I mean the famous scene, but the, the Conan, bit the Conan that bit. Paul Rudd did it on Conan. Yeah, like he's like brings in like a clip for his new movie, and it's actually a and clip of a child the, in a wheelchair. The, the same clip from down. Mac and Me over and over and over. <laughs> but it's again. like a child in a wheelchair falling off a cliff, and then Mac appearing out of nowhere. It's like, whoa, this is crazy. Um, and it was almost a tie between this movie and like name a Mexican a bad Mexican movie. Name a bad Mexican, which film. I have a couple 
I, I saw a couple of them last year. Um, but I think we're going to replace this Pinocchio movie. What do we replace the Pinocchio movie with? Well. Because we're going to keep the other three just in case people want to keep voting. Yeah. Like, they're, like they're, an elimination King of the Hills. They'll, they'll probably reappear back on, on the poll at some point or another. Yeah. Yeah, but we, we can, I don't know, we can probably send uh, so the, the, emo the Emoji movie? You want to oh, keep, keep it animated? I, I hate the Emoji movie. I, there's See, only one movie in this entire... You probably have a lot more to say about the emotion probably, than yeah. this one. It's going to be a full of a lot more anger, because, like, there's oh only one movie in the world that I hate. Really? Everything else I tolerate at different levels of, like, whatever. I see. The Emoji movie is the only movie that actually makes me angry. Wow. It makes me mad for reasons that are beyond, like, the microcosm of the movie. <laughs> Which means it'll make fantastic... It'll make fantastic... Fantastic content. So I think we're going to replace Pinocchio with Emoji Movie, and we're going to put out the poll sometime in the week between the three movies you already saw in the poll and Emoji Movie. And then we'll listen back <laughs> next week. And yeah. Have a lovely day. Have a lovely day. Have a lovely week. Um, watch Pauly Shore's Pinocchio. <laughs> if you have truly, if you have nothing else going on if you have taste, time to kill if you have great taste and time to kill watch the Pauly Shore Pinocchio movie this has been Pat and Max from the bomb shelter yes this has been the bomb shelter uh, if you want to ask us questions too you can totally send them to our social media accounts yeah to our social media and you can also just yell at Pat on the bus yes they don't have to be about movies they can just be like uh, what's your favorite fast food pizza sure in fact Max, what's your favorite fast food pizza? My favorite fast we'll food pizza. We'll close it out with this question. Sure. Favorite fast food pizza. Uh, is it, I think it's the, the Thin Crust Pizza Hut. Thin Crust Pizza? I haven't had Pizza Hut in a while. Yeah, me neither. And that's <laughs> because of my age. It's still your favorite. Because of my age. But and it, 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 it'll make let's, me... Let's it'll make either clear. give me diarrhea are, or it'll, it'll make me vomit. Let's make this very clear. We're in our... 20s. Early to mid twenties. <laughs> yes. You're you're 25, right? I'm 25. Yeah. So and yet, having four <laughs> pieces of Pizza Hut thin crust pizza is both delicious and disgusting because of the consequences on my body. Okay. Uh, I love Little Caesars. Like I really. Really. I. It's. It's a little bit of the taste. I like how they taste. Right. But they're also like, dirt cheap. And that you, and that factors into that. Decision? It's fast food. Ah oh, man. If it's fast food, it plays by different rules. At least. And I also, don't know, it's, it's dirt cheap, and that. you get there, and it's done. It's ready. And it also tastes really good. They have really good tomato sauce. I like their sauce. They have. Well, all right. I mean, and there's. They also have the variant where it's like deep dish in quotations, uh, where it's just like a square pizza, and it's just thicker. It's like a thick crust pizza, and it's and it's square. It's a. Uh, See, yeah, I, like I said thin crust Pizza Hut for a reason, so yeah. I'm not into a thick crust. I, I know, crust. I know. Uh, They also have the crazy Italian cheesy bread, which is just like garlic bread with mozzarella, melted mozzarella on a top of it. A cheesy garlic like, bread. So, Little Caesars, if you want to pay Pat specifically. <laughs> yes, please, please sponsor <laughs> Bomb Shelter so we can afford an actual studio. <laughs> um, or studio time. Or studio time. Um, which is... Just as valuable. There's some birds chirping in the background right now. Yes, it's very beautiful. The sun's about to set uh, in my patio studio. Um, so yeah, I think we're gonna close out and please send Max pictures or like voice clips of your regional accent. <laughs> please.
and I'll make an honest attempt to replicate him <laughs> yeah. on this very show. And critique my Ben Shapiro impression. I wanna, I wanna get better at it. And be right back here next yeah. week. When we're, we're, to probably talk about a Mexican movie. When we go back to the bomb shelter. We're gonna go back to the bomb shelter. Goodbye. <laughs>